0: Welcome to this Technocast, brought to you by the National TUP SSO Franchise Owners Association. I'm Shirley Burns here again. This week we are continuing our evening out at the pubs with Matthew Parker. This is the second in his series of articles that he put out earlier this year, where he and some friends were out having an evening to catch up and enjoy a few drinks, And being the sales geeks that they are, they began to see interesting parallels between what was happening at the pub, you'll recall they're over in England, to their print sales techniques. And again, though the perspective is print sales, I would uh, remind you that these ideas could apply to many of our products and services. If you missed that first one, you can still hear it out on our Technocast page. It was titled, Don't Give Your Customers Too Much Choice. And in that one, he discussed traps that we frequently encounter when trying to give options to our customers that have the inadvertent effect of creating confusion and possibly the loss of the sale instead of what we need, which is clarity and value. And today's uh, series uh, actually builds on that a little bit. This one is titled, How to Stop a Prospect from Buying. Uh, Again, we've put the link to the original article in the show notes, so you can always go and read it there yourself if you like. And this one is also very short, so I'm going to read it to you in its entirety and then uh, wrap it up with a couple of thoughts. Here goes. How to stop a prospect from buying. Here's how to put my friend off his beer in one word. If you mention citrus, he will automatically refuse to taste it. He is also keen to avoid any beer that mentions mango, passion fruit, or grapefruit. I suspect that it actually has nothing to do with the taste of the beer. He simply dislikes that sort of description. When we went to the pub on our recent visit, we discovered a dark beer that was supposed to taste of roasted malt, coffee, and grapefruit. That immediately stopped my friend from ordering it, even though he loves dark beers. Sometimes we put people off buying even though we think we are encouraging them. As salespeople, we are often tempted to use complicated or clever words. We think it makes our products sound more exciting or better. However, these words often have exactly the opposite effect on the customer. They can be put off by something more complicated. The clever words may seem frightening. Or the customer may think that they mean something completely different to what was intended. If grapefruit hadn't been mentioned, my friend might well have bought this beer. We have to be especially careful of wording in the print industry. Our industry uses a lot of technical language. I see salespeople talk to people about substrates, when they could simply say paper. They talk about four-color process rather than just saying color printing. And when it comes to finishing, they love to talk about PUR binding and reticulation. As a result, the customer becomes confused. The whole process of buying print becomes too complicated. Remember, most customers simply want a product, not a printing work of art. Customers can suffer from too much information. Most people don't need to know that you are printing their brochure on a 275 grams per square meter triple coated gloss wood free art. They simply need to know that it's on high quality shiny paper. Likewise, as I pointed out in the previous article in this series, many customers don't want lots of complicated choices. They simply want to be able to choose between a standard and a premium option. There is no need to give a full technical specification of each option when they are choosing. It is particularly important to remember this if we are selling workflow so- solutions. Technical people love their jargon. I am normally lost about 60 seconds into any conversation with an IT specialist. However, the technical team are often brought in to introduce workflow solutions to customers. They are the people who explain how to upload files or the advantages of web to print or why customers should buy a multi-channel campaign. However, they are often also exactly the sort of people who can put customers off. They love to show all the technical bells and whistles. They love to show every option on the software, but it is usually too much for the customer. These people are brought in because often the sales team doesn't really understand the solution they are being asked to sell. But if the sales team don't understand it, what chance does the customer have? It is far better to create a sales pitch that can be delivered by anyone, and especially those without any technical training. That brings us neatly on to this week's Action Point. It's time to review your language. Do you accidentally put customers off by using technical jargon? Do you use too much complicated language? There's a simple way to find out if this applies. Run some of your sales messages past people who aren't involved in the print industry. Make sure you ask them to have a look at your sales letters, your website, and your brochures as well. If they understand everything you say, then all is well. But if they start asking you questions, or making fun of the language you are using, then it's time for a review. Roasted malt, coffee, and grapefruit beer? Despite my misgivings, I tried a taster. But I did this mainly because I like a challenge. Actually, the beer was lovely, but I nearly didn't try it, and my friends still refused to try it. How much more might they have sold with a simpler description? make sure you keep it simple to sell more print you should also make sure you charge the right profit margin find out more in next week's article do you have the right profit margin okay that's it for the article here are my additional thoughts on the topic though this one is pretty straightforward and I really don't have too much to add of course I totally agree that many times we speak in terms that we understand and we assume that our customers understand certified signature required sig- uh, declared value versus insurance uh, though that is a discussion for another day for sure if you go onto your online print page and you select business cards what do you see as the options 16 point full color high gloss 16 point full color uncoded 16-point, full-color, matte, 10-point, 14-point, lather, rinse, repeat. Seriously, unless you have gone into your back office options, your customer is going to see over 50 different options just for business cards. Just for business cards. Your customer just wants business cards. We need to make it easier. And while you can remove some on online print, you do have limitations. There's always going to be a a lot of options out there. It's the framework within which we live. We can just do the best we can. But if your customers are confused, like Matthew says, your associates may be just as overwhelmed. That's why I recommend, and you hear me say it all the time and on the forums, take some time to think about what options you really want to offer as your standard offerings for each of the print products for example business cards and keep those options handy and perhaps a chart or a catalog or a brochure that has the pricing whatever whatever your choice is on those and and then those can be the tools that your associates can learn very easily to speak to and your customers can understand oh I see product A its price A love it buy it thank you then you can keep information available for the luxury or premium or custom or custom offerings in a a separate set of materials you can keep detail pricing on those or you can just uh, keep the descriptions there and save the pricing for custom quoting Uh, that may depend on your location and how often you find that customers are asking for those options uh, at our store I I do keep some of the premium offerings with price charts for example the the new fancy 32 point business cards that had the painted edge and everything cuz we started to get some some questions about it so I did make a little flyer for it but until then it was always I'm looking up at Four Over to find out what the current pricing is so again try to make it easy for your customers to understand And more importantly, for your associates to be able to speak to it. Because when they have confidence, that's what's going to make your customers have confidence. All right? So that's it for today's Technocast. Thank you for listening and join us again next week.